only you, only you, you will what? understand what? and appreciate what's about to happen. Now this goes down to my people's representing me, a smooth operator operating correctly. Now this goes down to my people's representing eclectic relaxation. Now this goes down to my people's representing. Rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. E. Conceited bastard. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. I'm to introduce myself. You want the man. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. You said I'm not the E. You want to make it burn. Most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner. Best storyteller. Thug narrator. When I step up in the place, they know I step correct. OG pimp, hustler, gangster, player, hardcore motherfucker living today. To be honest, I am totally and completely on his dick. She's tougher than a razor when it comes to a cut. More lethal than a laser if you want to play rough. Not the object of a soul. Subject to cut. Don't chill Thank you for downloading, listening, and streaming and sharing the Encyclopedia Hip Hop Podcast. I'm Eclectic. And um, I'd like to introduce my guest, hip hop pioneer, Grammy Award winner, activist, ambassador. Activist. Activist. <laughs> oh, I'm active. Yeah, no, very active. Uh, first lady of the backspin, my friend, CJ uh-huh. Spinderella. Welcome to the show, Spin. Thanks for having me. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. So the last show was really good, I hear. Yeah, the last show was crazy. Everybody liked it. We did the, um, if you remember, we did the I Named the MC, You Named the DJ, and you crushed it. I think yeah. you only missed once. Oh, okay. I think you missed one. I you got to hear that. I, I need to hear that again. Yeah. I heard it, um, I think you aired it, like, right after. Yeah. I heard it then. It's but coming back. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a the throwback episode. You know, yeah, uh, tight. I'll re-air tight. it. So um, I'm happy you were able to uh, take some time out of your busy schedule to join me for a few questions. No uh, uh, so this will be a treat for the listeners. Uh, so this time I'm just gonna throw out random old crazy questions your okay. way, and we'll just have some fun with it. You all right with that? Okay, as long as I don't have to think too much, you know it's the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no thinking. If I gotta go into think mode, that could be an issue, but we'll try. <laughs> all right, this, this, this will be easy, this will be easy. Okay. All right, um, what is your favorite song from Hot Cool Vicious? Oh, oh yes. Um, Hot Cool and Vicious, probably I Desire. We're on a mission. Dissing all of the opposition. MCs, it's my butt you kissing. Because I desire. desire. Okay. Like my mic's nice, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll also accept that. Okay. Um, right now, what is your favorite TV show? And Unsung oh. doesn't count. 
Oh, I was going to say unsung, but why not? Because we're going to talk about that later. We want... Okay, but it does count. Okay. Because this is what my is your favorite two? TV show. What is your two but, favorite? Okay, my second favorite, yeah, your second favorite would probably be Good Times. Good Times. Okay. That's I'm fair. I'm a Good Times kind of girl. All right. I'm done with that. <laughs> um, good Times. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> silly. No, and then Martin. Can't forget Martin. But I'm so tired of Martin episodes right now. Like, But what is your favorite episode? Secret Martin episodes. I know they got some Hideaway Martin episodes. What, what's your What's your favorite Martin episode now, though? What, 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 what's the one that always makes you laugh? The one that always makes me laugh is when Sheena and Gina, um, Shantina, Turner. I know this young lady, and so I doubt if you know her yourself. Give it up for a young lady. They said she's a bad vocalist. Give it up for Shantina Turner. You know, the song that I'm about to do for you reminds me of a place where I grew up. What's up with that, man? You left the cage open. What is that? That's when Biggie was on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were doing that little routine where they were singing back and forth. I thought that was like genius. Yeah, and that was, uh, yeah, she was, when he first came over and she said she was going to be singing in the background. Well, if, if y'all need me, I'll be right over here, dusting and singing in the background. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Gina. Remember that? to my girlfriend Gina. How about I call her? Gina! What's up? Gina! Gina! Oh, yes. And then the one with, um, wait, we're gonna go back. I yeah. gotta go back tomorrow. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, what's the guy's name? Um, Tommy Davis that played him. Tommy Davis. Vernell, Varnell Hill. Varnell Hill. And that's my other favorite, but go ahead, I'm done. Yeah, with Jodeci and uh, right. Nick Nack Paddywhack. Okay, go ahead. Um, 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 let's see. Something about salt and pepper. Yeah, salt and pepper. See, this is why I love having you on the show, because we just have fun. What was your most fun video shoot? Um, I'll tell you what looked the most fun, but I want to know what you actually had the most fun with. Oh, um, Shake Your Thing? Maybe? That's the one that I said looked like it was probably the most fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It looked like it, and you're right, it was. Because it was a two-part. It was Shake Your Thing, and, and then um, it turned into Get Up. Yeah. Now, did you do did you do those in the same, like, day, week? Or did you split them um, up? Yeah, we did them at the same time. Yeah. yeah Both videos. Extra young kid in play. Nobody knew who they were in the yes, background. Yeah, that's when they first hit the scene, yep. Yeah, kid only had like two inches on the high top. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, a short top. Yeah, that was right before. On his way to the high top. That was like right before they did the Do It My Way video, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Let me talk a little about Kid and Play real quick before you jump in there. Kid and Play was a little brothers, mm -hmm. and uh, even uh, like 
They were very instrumental in Salt and Pepper's career. They did some writing for Salt and Pepper too. That's dope. Um, I know, I know, Kid did. Uh, was you know a part of Herbie's team, mm -hmm. and you know the production team. And Play was the one who designed those jackets. Yeah, shout out to Foreplay. He had mad fresh leather jackets during yeah, the whole run. You no, know, yeah. right? Yeah, I was, I was jealous. Yes, I, all those jackets he did those. But go ahead. Yeah, I wanted one of those salt and pepper jackets. I know I probably shouldn't have one because women, but I would have been the coolest kid ever. No, <laughs> but guys are wearing them too. They weren't wearing the salt and pepper one, but remember the guys had the, the eight ball jackets too. Yeah, the eight ball joints, yeah. So it wasn't, you know, salt and pepper was just, it was just a take on salt and pepper. I know, but I wanted those joints. I had the the, uh, the theater masks joints on the mm -hmm, front. Mm -hmm. yeah, I studied. Anyway, um, favorite movie of all time? That's a hard one. I have so many favorite movies. Um, I mean, I love old soul movies. Like, I love Claudine. Claudine, though. Claudine. Uh, I love old 80s. So, like, Weird Science would be one. All right. Um, I love the 90s movies, like BAPS. That was fun. <laughs> Yo. What um, did I stupid movies, right? They're silly, but they were good. What did she have in the back of her hair on BAPS? That would, used to always make me laugh. That fan? No, but she had a word back there. It was like it was like kapow or. She did she did? Oh, I forget what it was, but yeah. that was that was a great movie. But, no, that it was Booyah, I think. <laughs> but anyway, um, what was your favorite candy growing up? Favorite mm -hmm. candy. Okay, that's. Um, let me see, that would be. What is it? Alexander the Grapes. Alexander the Grapes was dope. Yes. Yeah, little little box with the Martian dude on the front. Mm -hmm. yeah. I also love what was the what was the big blows big blows the, the bubblegum yeah the big blows I used to just because they was only a penny you just buy a bunch of them and put them all in your mouth at one time like <laughs> yes. you get all like every bit of them and put them all in your mouth they was only a penny yeah. And those were the good days. You, the penny store, your penny candy. You go down there, you had like fifty cent. You just count it out, count out the, mm -hmm. on the counter. Like this is all mm -hmm. I'm getting. I used to work on an ice cream truck, so we sold candy and so like all the old candies I know. Boston baked beans, cherry clans, cherry uh, yeah, cherry clans, Chico sticks. Uh, oh, we sold yeah. all that. Now later's, um, fun dips. Oh, the fun dips with the candy uh, spoon you put in it. Yep. <sighs> Big blows. I mean, all of that. I worked on that ice cream truck. Oh, I'm jealous. I, I miss the ice cream truck. <laughs> you would have loved to buy a cone from me, boy. <laughs> wee But we sold everything. We sold, unfortunately, we sold cigarettes. We yep. sold candy. We sold uh, ice cream and potato chips and all that. So I used to deal. I used to do that before salt and pepper. I like that. See, mm -hmm. see, people don't know that we're, we're getting a backstory. People don't know about the ice they cream. They don't ask the right days. questions. That's why. Yeah, they don't know about uh, ice cream, Arella. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about any of that. Uh. Um, okay, so let's say some pepper goes down, and when you're out on tour, do you have? I'm, I'm assuming they were mad, crazy male groupies. Hmm. Any funny groupie stories? Anything funny out of the, out of the box happen? Like yeah, clap. a few times. Give, give, give me something funny to happen. We don't want We don't have to go X-rated here. <laughs> give me some, oh. some funny to happen. 
Somebody climb a light pole. Uh, run on stage. Try to get backstage. Say they your brother. We basically had we had we had the goopy stuff in check. Um, I can't really say uh, anything crazy happened like that. Mm mm. Right. I can't say it. I don't know, but the stuff I could say, I can't say. <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> We're just gonna leave it at so that. We'll, but... Yeah, we'll we'll end it there. The stuff you could <laughs> say, I love it. Um, right now, what is your best dish that you cook? That's a line right there. That ain't no question. Nobody trying to. Ain't nobody coming over. What's your best dish you could cook? Um... Nobody trying to come over. If you were. Okay. okay, my my best dish to cook. I have I have a few. I love um, uh, my my baked chicken. It's like a lemon chicken. Um, my salmon is incredible. Um. I do a mean um, Caesar salad. <laughs> I oh. do a mean steak salad. Oh. I do a mean steak salad. Um, I love Mexican food, so I'll make nachos and. Uh, but you know, more now. You know, I'm trying to cook a little bit more healthier now. So. Okay. All right, that's dope. That's what's up. So I try, I try to keep it light, but I love the chicken. I love the salmon. I, I just named everything I like. So. Right, that's um, right. I'll be making. Um, I'll make shrimp scampi. Yeah. You don't like shrimp? I don't like shrimp scampi. I like shrimp. I only like my shrimp. You don't like shoot. You like my shrimp scampi. Okay. But anyway. But anyway. Go um, ahead now. <laughs> Get uh, on now. <laughs> um, favorite cartoon growing up? Cartoons you watched. Okay, I should know this, but it's been so long. God, yeah. um, I don't know. Bugs Bunny? What? Um, yeah, Bugs Bunny is. Who the girl cartoons? I don't remember. Um, you got uh, Jim, Rainbow Bright, Strawberry Shortcake. I didn't do none of those. Yeah, most mm -hmm. people did. Uh, she. I wrote. wasn't into it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't into them. We get mm -hmm. out of that. All right. I was into Wonder You ever heard of Wonder Yeah. Yeah, they put. Like them, yeah, somebody put them in a rhyme. Yeah. Who? I forget. Yeah, I thought that was just like a New York thing, but I guess Jay Z put it in a um, Jay Z put it in a rhyme. That was oh, okay. on uh, Dead Presidents, the first Dead Presidents. Wonder Rama ah, okay. shit. Me and my conglomerate Shovel Man Anonymous. Anyway, uh, I'm really good with that. Go ahead. Um, Get on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, if you were ever in a duo, now. So we're gonna take some pep out of this. So you know you have your Eric B and Rakim and your Cool G Rap and your mm -hmm. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. If it was DJ Spinderella and any MC you could have picked, who would you have picked? Anybody out? Or any, no, no, no. We we don't care about nobody out. No, um, anybody from '78 to whenever, any MC. It would have been. Oh wow! We would have been at the at the at the fever, and it would have been Eric B. Rakim, Coogee Rapper Polo, DJ right. Jesse Jeff and Fresh Prince, and Spinderella and MC. Ooh. Karis one. So you're a philosopher? Yes. 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 Yeah. Karis one. That would be I almost did it with him before. Um, and he, you know, he told me how he is as a, as an MC. Mm -hmm. He's on some impromptu. Yeah, definitely. You know stuff. So, uh, 
I was preparing because, you know, we had done some stuff like he was on my radio show and then we went and hung out a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he became like a, a like a mentor to me for a while. Mm-hmm. But in the time that I was um, talking with him, he he had considered bringing me out on some shows. Wow. And it was like, uh, uh, but you got to be... Right. That's all he does in his performance. So that would be it would have been a challenge, but he's like one of my favorite hip hop um uh lyricists and artists, period. Yeah, he's yeah, I think he's he's my number two as far as yeah. lyricists after after Rakim. Yeah, I put Rakim up there. Okay. But yeah. Okay, damn, that would have been dope. Yeah. And and, and shouts to uh, Scott LaRock. Mm, yes, rest in peace, Scott. Um Whom I met I had met. Um, before he passed, I was new into the industry too when he passed. But oh, that's dope. Uh, but anyway, go ahead. Um, favorite old school dance? You got the WAP. You got the, the RoboCop. Of course, it gotta Keep be. Keep it going. Yeah, it gotta be. Next. Had to be the WAP. WAP. They don't know nothing about the WAP. Don't stop whopping till you break your arm. Um, you might put a song on so we could all WAP too. Yeah. We, do they need? Do y'all know about the WAP though? They have they, to. That was the best. That was the best dance out. Yeah, because that's the one you still do. Anytime a song comes, we just. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what was your first car? Jetta. Eighty-six or eighty-eight? It was an eighty-eight. It had to be eighty-six, eighty-eight. Those those Jettas that came out then. It was eighty-eight. Yeah. Eighty-six. It was 87, 88. I think I had 88. Yeah, that's when those joints was dope. If you don't remember what the Jettas looked like, um, MC Light parked them in front of the subway joint and the paper thing right before she walked yes, down. Yes, yes. Me and her thing. had the same Jetta. Yeah, and they was like, you just go leave this brand new Jetta out here? You gonna take the subway? Shouts to uh, Hit the Road, Sam. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she had the Jetta in that. And um, Chubb Rock mentioned it on on uh, on this first album. Grandmaster Flash and Jet and a Jetta and on my food I use salt and pepper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the Jetta was like the, the, the like you know hip hop hip hop always has some kind of trend. Mm-hmm. The Jetta was the trend back then. Yeah, the Jetta was it. And then it, it, then it went to like the Jeep. Yes, on. the Cherokee Jeep. Yeah. You know. Listen. You on target, babe. You know. You yeah. know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um um, favorite hip hop album to listen to, start to finish. Like you, you love to just throw this album on and just go with it. That's a hard one. I love. I mean, no, you I, don't have I, to. It could be a, just name a couple. Well, I absolutely. I used to. I used to do this a lot. I used to listen to like the Jay Z albums all the time. Like I would run them back and forth. So that was like from the top though. Mm-hmm. Um, Biggie's albums, the you know, even though like that, the, the Life or Death album mm-hmm. was one of my favorite albums. But back to front, mm, mm. got um, Great Adventures, Raising Hell. Yeah, um, no, but back to front is different. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm not, I'm not a back to front type of person. I, I got. I find my songs, mm. and that's only because I haven't really seen that from the hip hop side, where I can listen from back to front all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's more. That's R- just me. R&B I, and, no, everyone, and every, yeah, more R and B 
could re- rotate like that, but yeah, I'm down with that. But yeah, you got. I mean, anything Biggie, Nas, um, Illmatic. Um, oh, definitely Illmatic. Those, I mean, these are albums that are dope. Yeah. You know, but I, I'm just not the type of person to listen to a whole hip hop album front to back. Okay. Um, hip hop song you would have loved to rhyme on. You heard the song. You love the song, and you yeah. wish you could have got on for a verse. Wish you could have got on "Self Destruction," uh, the symphony, something. You know, you're talking about something that you love. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Song you love. You wish you could have just came in and said, "Well, I'm I'll, Spinderella." <laughs> I would have to say something with Pete Rock production because I'm a I'm a big Pete Rock. You could have um, been on "Don't Curse." Oh my God! Yes, don't curse. Um, I mean, just anything Pete Rock, really. Okay, all right, I like that. I love, uh, you know, because I love Pete has that old soul um, attached to his music, like he, him and Premier. Definitely. When and and really like um, extract the soul out of a out of a loop. <laughs> yeah, and you would tr- you would spend Sample forever trying and- to wonder where it came from. Yeah, and it's oh, and you know, come on, really, really tight melodies and beats like gritty and just anyway go ahead <laughs> uh, um name some artists now listen um everyone that's listening to this uh spenderella is the unsung ambassador and and, and after the shows oh you got yeah mm-hmm. tv one you got to go on the website you got to you got to see the blog and the reaction and the videos at the after the shows they're incredible mm-hmm. with that being said Name some artists that you would like to see on song. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. I mean, there's quite a few. Yeah, it's just, you know, Ready for the World. Um, I, I, I mean, I like some, there's some hip-hop artists I'd like to see some unsung. Three Times album. Dope would be dope on there. Maybe. Hilltop, you know, to cover the whole Hilltop joint, Steady B. Unfortunately, they had to okay, talk about the bank robbery. That, I understand that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I like uh, I like Far Side. I like um, my. I, I they really need to do one on Roxanne Shante. Damn right, they need it. Oh, and and man. and I say that because if you would see how she lives, you know, today, you'd be like, what? Yeah, shouts to Memphis. She lives in Memphis <laughs> yeah. and she lives on a farm and she's like, a, she's like a straight up, you know. <laughs> farm girl like you know yes. farmer's wife you yeah. know it's wild because she'd be having her cowboy boots and her leather and her and her hats and stuff and you know her stories is really her story is really interesting because she you know uh basically went to all kind like the highest level of of education mm-hmm. and that was on the record label yeah she was on warner brothers they put something in her contract when she was a kid and 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 she basically they didn't think she was going to act on that clause in the contract that they would pay for all of her schooling and she just kept going to school till she kept acquiring her degrees so that would be an interesting story but there's plenty more out there too oh definitely uh, put the sequence on there um mm. you talking you going back well, yeah, yeah. Wait, hell yeah listen my um my my second favorite Female rap group, Vanessa Sequoia. Really? They were my favorite, but. 
Wow. I'm just saying, I love, okay. I love Vanessa Sequoia. Ever since, ever since the Uptown's kicking it joint, when, mm-hmm. when, when Dr. Checo kicked in the door and brought in Hev and, and, mm-hmm. and Groove Be Chill, Vanessa Sequence, then they made the bass game. The bass game was crazy. Did you put the vi- Let's put the video up. Like, later, put the video up so we could see it. Find a link for that because I actually looked for it and I couldn't find no, it. No, I got it. A long time ago. I, I put it on the website. It's on the website. Okay. Um, yeah, the Uptown's kicking. I wish they would have did a video for for Bass Game. That was the first time I ever heard anybody call the uh, uh, city left rack. She. Uh, and then I didn't hear it again until Nori about 20 years later. But yeah. Yeah, um, left rack city is a is a, is a, um, a project in Queens. In Queens. Uh, shouts to Q Garden. Um, okay, we only got a couple. Shout out to Ozone Park. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next, this is the next, um, can you see this? Yeah, move up. Oh! This is, ne- this is the next one that we're going to be airing on Unsung. Can you see that? Yeah, can I tell the people? Yeah. I can tell them? The next Unsung will be yeah. Ghetto Boys. Yes. Oh, shout out, shout I, out to After action. I do this interview, I have to watch it and do my research on it and... You know, that's how I, I, that's how you be, do like the ambassador work for them, and you just talk about it, and I blog about it. That's dope. Shouts to Action Love, uh, that's Scarface. Oh, oh, it's gonna be. I wonder if they're gonna talk about the members that didn't blow up, that left. That's yeah. 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 Shouts it's to gonna be boys. like that. That's why I, you know I'm kind of warning everybody. And they gonna be the ghetto boys that you think you might. They're gonna go in on this story, and that means they're digging, and they are. It's it may be kind of graphic. That's what I'm hearing. So. Oh, I mean, if you listen to their early joints. Yeah. What do you know of the Ghetto Boys? Tell me, because I remember when they came out. I wasn't, you know, I I remember the video, and it would, I would just remember, wow, these these guys are wild. Like ah, before the video, because when they made Assassins. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the assassin song itself, his father was a preacher and he killed him and shot him in the head and flushed his body down. I mean, there was all kind of, I was listening to this stuff like. Okay, so you were listening to it, because I wasn't. Yeah, I mean, because when it first came out. It's not that it's bad or anything. It was not in my radar. And you know, nah. you had 
Yeah, I, I, I understand completely because, I mean, we was like, well, who's these people out of Houston? I mean, first, we didn't know they were out of Houston. We just knew it was something down south that we didn't know anything about because I'm up north. Well, I don't know anything about it. You know, they got accents and stuff. I'm not used to hearing any of that. Mm-hmm. And um, they had they had that song, Assassins. But what, what drew me to them was the Scarface song because they scratched in the actual movie, the All I Have in This World. Uh-huh. Falls, my word. Don't fuck with me. I mean, that was oh when God. we heard that. When we heard that on the block, we were like, we never heard anything like this before. It was they, really. They, and they, where were you? Where were you at the time? I was in Ohio. Oh, you was in Ohio. I okay. was in Ohio, and they were scratching in Al Pacino, different cuts from the actual movie. And you know that movie's a hood classic. You talking about the Scarface movie? Scarface movie. The, mm. the first, the joint. Um, the song called Scarface, mm-hmm. they, they scratched in the actual album, I mean, the actual movie, and mm-hmm. we never heard anything like that. And um, and that song, then they had the Assassin song where they all took turns talking about killing people, and at the time, we never heard anything like that, so we're like, these dudes kind of out there, but the beat was okay, so you put it in your box and you're like, whatever. Right. But yeah, they had, um, that was when it was... Prince Johnny C, Sir Jukebox, <laughs> DJ, wow. DJ Ready Red, and Bushwick Bill. See, Scarface and Willie D wasn't even in the group. Ooh, yeah. okay. <laughs> and then so they, was it called Ghetto Boys? Yeah, it was called it was called Ghetto Boys. They were called oh, the Ghetto Boys. So what happened with those guys? They, I think okay. they just got kicked. <laughs> they just kicked kicked out the group, um, but. Who, who kicked him out, Bill? Bushwick Bill? <laughs> <laughs> he ran and jumped up and, and got him out. Yeah, because by the time that, um, and this was 88, the greatest year in hip-hop period. Yes. Hands down. But then, yeah. um, and then in 89, that's when you got your Willie D and your, your, your um, Scarface. That was when he, Scarface was called Action. Action. That was his name, Action Love. And that's when they came with gangster love and talking loud, don't say nothing. Read these Nikes. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm gonna st- I'm stump you in the face. Read read the bottom of my Nikes. Uh, uh, Bushwick had a song called Size Ain't Shit. <laughs> just... So when did the album drop? That um that was gripping on another level. That was in '89. No, not that one. The one the that first has one, well, Assassins. That was '88. What was the one after, as as the the one that they're known for? Oh yeah, when they got when they got popular, that was right. the uh, joint called um, that was Ghetto Boys. Right, Ghetto Boys. Yeah, because they put Assassins on that and read these Nikes and all that stuff again. Ah. And then, and then, the one that everybody that's gonna watch unsung, mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone that's gonna actually watch that's gonna like is we can't be right. stopped. That's We Can't Be Stopped. That came out in 91. That had my mind's playing tricks on. Right, right. That's the one that people are going to be like, okay, yeah, we know them. But they had two, two and a half albums before then. Right. Yeah. So. Wow. That's interesting stuff. You are really an encyclopedia. <laughs> I, I love hip-hop. Now, once 1998 happened, I don't, I stopped caring. Like, 1980, 98, 99. Okay, so what was your favorite era of hip hop? I know you always say your best year '88, but did you like the '90s in the '90s? Yeah, I like the '90s. I like the '90s and the '90s. I broke up the um, the hip hop eras 
and I called them diamond, gold, and silver. Like the diamond, you can't beat, you can't beat that era. And 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 that's um, I said 1983 to 88. Those five years, that's you can't touch those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next era, which I call it the golden era, because this is when a lot of people started getting into it. They don't know about 83. They never had rock box and, and mm-hmm. you know, super rhyming, super rapping. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know none of that stuff. So we look at the golden era, and that was 89 to 93. And the reason why I broke it up like that is because, you know, before that, in 88, you still, that was your gold chain era. That was your b-boying. That was your graffiti. Once 89 hit, Unless you was in Japan, <laughs> there was no cardboard on the streets. We went to black medallions. Well, which, in Japan, they was way they was way ahead of the of the time. Yeah. They love hip hop out there too. So overseas crushes hip hop. They love hip hop. They love it. Yeah. They love it. And I, I don't know how they're feeling now about it, but they, yeah, I know they yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> love it. They're probably still back when it was good, but in in eighty nine and ninety three, that's when you get all your west coast and your gangster stuff and we had but then we still had the african medallions we had the native tongues we had the west coast yeah it was like the backpack era it was the pre-gangster era exactly and then after that the last era that i cared about was 94 to 98 because 94 98 that's when you that's when you got the woo and then you got bad boy and you got tupac or whatever you got all that stuff Mm -hmm. but after that after 98 it went to like Chingy and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, basically. When you do it right, though, no, not that it's a bad thing because we was partying to that two stop yeah, front. We, you know, we, yeah, um, but it just wasn't. But- yeah, it, it was wasn't. Different. Yeah, it wasn't that. Uh, listen to your radio and rewind button to try to learn the lyrics. It wasn't. It wasn't any of that anymore. And so, right. but the the bugged out thing was. When the 90s was heading and Puff was doing all this stuff and people was like, ah, get out of here with all your sampling and the shiny suits. Mm-hmm. And I would love the shiny suit era right now compared to what's going on right now. Bring that all of that back. <laughs> You're so funny, the shiny suit era. Yeah, give me the shiny uh, suit yeah, era back. I don't know about the shiny suit era. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that one either. But yeah, give me the... That stuff will come back, trust. It's come back. But you know what they do? They mess up our stuff. Like... They bring our stuff back, but they screw it up. Like, remember Cross Colors? Mm-hmm. And everybody had the Cross Colors. And shout-outs to the, the overalls with one strap down. But mm-hmm. then, like, a few years ago, they brought back all the different colored jeans, but they made them skinny jeans for the guys. <laughs> so they brought them back, but they totally... And they totally... damn well that, that the golden era has grown up and grown out. Yes. Wordly. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want any of that. Oh, skinny jeans? How am I fitting some damn skinny jeans, but... Yeah, I, and yeah. You, you and your woman laying on the bed on your back trying to pull up your jeans at the same time. <laughs> Both y'all in the mirror trying to pose you. <laughs> yeah, tell me, button me up. Button me up first. Yeah, we don't want none of that. Wow. We don't want that. I just did a, um, a show about R&B and hip-hop songs. So when, when the R&B artist had a hip-hop guy, MC on the track, and vice versa, so you had your anything remixes with SWV and your lady remix with dancer. Mm-hmm. You got any favorite joints besides What a Man that had an R&B singer? With? Yeah, shoot. No, I'm just 
Um, and express yourself. No, no. Um, gosh. Well, I mean, I loved when when Mary and and Method Man got together. Yeah. You talking about collabos? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mash mashes. Um, yeah, that that's a classic. This quiet field. I know. I just probably now, but. Anything from the night the nineties collabs were were, were yeah. totally like bomb and yeah. those old school hip hop uh collabs were dope. Yeah, they crushed it back then. Yeah. Um yeah. let's see, wrap this up. We're gonna wrap this up. Found out that you don't have the salt and pepper jacket anymore. Right. Man, that's awful. Do you at least have the gold ropes? Nope. Damn it. Nope, they ain't got the gold boots. You got the, the, the salt and pepper official biker hats. No. With the, uh, no. Damn it. We need, how are we going to open up the... I got, a, I got a couple of old school t-shirts. I got a couple of artifacts. Yeah. But, um... How are we going to open up the S&P Museum and we don't, <laughs> we don't have any of this? Well, those jackets were—we were robbed. We were—we were robbed for those jackets. Not well, we weren't robbed, but someone stole them. I should say. It was and probably that. Whole, that whole salt and pepper look ended. That whole colorful look ended, and we actually started to grow into more of a womanly look. It was probably the uh, we pop a girl rappers and the cookie crew. <laughs> That's who stole. <laughs> the we pop a girl rappers. Remember them? Yeah, the we pop a girl rappers. They—they they did yeah, the that. we pop a girl rappers. They did um, Free Your Mind on the uh, Skinny Boys. The Skinny Boys had an album, and they did a collabo called Free Your Mind on there. That's what, yeah. Shouts to the Skinny Boys. Uh, Shock and Shine, Superman J, and the Human Jock Box. Um, okay, how about this? Have you ever thought about finding a couple of female MCs and producing them, bringing them out? You ever thought about just... Yeah. You should, because... It's going to take some work to do, but yeah, I have. Because I don't mow with salt and pepper like that anymore. So yeah. I have totally been thinking about that. I just have to go and produce some things. And I do have some ideas. Um, but it's just really a matter of me stopping down and, yeah, you know, putting that thing together, that type of thing together. But, yeah, and I get a lot of young girls coming up to me, you know, wanting to do stuff. So uh, I'm going to try to do something out of the norm, you know, out of the norm in the production area in the coming year. Yeah, so that would be dope. I did a, um, I tried to do a list of the top 10 female hip hop groups, and I realized it wasn't as many as it should have been. I mean, I went with Body and Soul, shouts to D Barnes, uh, mm. Cookie Crew, Conscious Daughters, Five Footers, Latrim, shouts to uh, T Grim Bunny, <laughs> JJ Fad, of course. Yo, did Song Pepper ever even hear when they dissed them? You know, um, <laughs> I figured they would just. I figured, you know. um, I have the track, but it's, they, uh, it's not even another hoe. I think it's called. Yeah, is it another tramp? Another. Well, I think that's the other version, but yes, the clean version. <laughs> the clean version. Yeah. Yeah, we heard about that disc, but it wasn't like, you know. There's no reason to take them serious. And it was like seven of them in the group. At I that actually time. liked that Supersonic song. It was okay. Um, I should. I thought it was fun. No, you know? it, it, it was. It was just. It's a fun song. You cannot deny that it's a fun song. Yeah, but shout out to uh, Shantae for coming out with Whack It. Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah, crushing, crushing the whole thing. And Big Mama. She, oh my God. 
Shantae. If, if anyone's listening, uh, Roxanne Shantae is directly responsible for me falling in love with hip hop. There's a whole story. Is about that, that so? If if it wasn't for Shantae, and Roxanne's revenge. Mm. I got a whole. It, just ridiculous. Shantae, you know all the words. I know all the words to the regular version and the street version, and Queen of the Rocks. Do you know the Spanish version? No, I don't know the Spanish version. <laughs> I do not know the Spanish version. Do you know the Nigerian version? <laughs> no, the, 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 I, don't, I don't know that part. Um, and then Oak Town Street. American version? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not good. Uh, but yeah, I put, I put, obviously, I put some Pepper at the top, then Finesse Sequence in the sequence. And Oak Town Street 5-7. Shouts to Busted Records. It wasn't a lot of groups. No, nah, it wasn't. And that mm-hmm. sucked. I mean, and you know, I thought, um, I was hoping that that that, that Sweet Tea would, uh, and Jazzy Joyce would really, really, really blow up because okay. we needed one of them, you know. All right. But that's why we got to find some females because it's, it's, it got bad in the 90s. Yeah, it definitely did. Um, but you had TLC who wasn't a hip-hop group, they were an R&B group, but they had the hip-hop element. Yeah, definitely that. Um, with Left Eye. And you and, had um, um, Entice. She was in that lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. But, I, you know, I've, I've even, like, I thought about doing a super group, a hip-hop group, like, for females. And if it was a super group for females, I would love to be the DJ for it. Oh, my God. You get, uh, you get... Bahamadian, Rod Digger, Jean Grey. I would love, oh yeah, Jean Grey is ridiculous. I went to her show recently. Um, Jean Grey, Rhapsody. Yeah. Uh, I have, you know, like I, I even, like I reached out to Missy. Missy is more of a um, entertainer, producer. She could have had that pop element though. Yeah, she would definitely add the pop element. But, uh, you know, from a supergroup standpoint, you need to think on a basis of, you know, whoever's involved come from three different areas and mm-hmm. come together. So I was thinking of, like, me, Missy, and I don't know who else. It, it would have to be someone else, but... Oh, that would be crazy. <clears throat> Hip-hop needs that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guys in R&B are doing it. Why not? Yeah, um, uh, Tank and Genuine and... Tyrese. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I mean, they got a good album out of it. They yeah. got a good, uh, you know. Yeah. LSG did it about a decade ago. Right. Yeah, so you, you got so it. So it can be done. It's just you got to just come together and do it. Yeah, Deadly Venoms. That almost happened um, with Deadly Venoms in the 90s uh, with the, woo, that finesse. Yeah, finesse was in it. Isis, Entice, mm-hmm. um, and, mm. and, and they were... But it didn't happen. So, and I, what I, I also wanted you to DJ for the alumni. If you could, did they come there? <clears throat> um, they came here, I think, but I missed it. I think I was out of town. But listen, you're the only the piece alumni missing. too. Tell everybody who the alumni is. Does everyone know who that is? Um, well, they should. Um, the alumni is Kwame. Shouts to um, spending the Kwame video, man. We all know and love at the very end. Um, first appearance that was before Push It. Mm-hmm. That was before. 
I think it was before Push It. No, or it could have been. No, after. it was after Push It. Right around the same time. It was after Push It, but it was before anything else. Right, yeah. but it was like I had I had been with Salt and Pepper for maybe three weeks, and we shot Push It. Yeah. I had just joined the group. I'm still pissed off about Push It. <sighs> anyway. Why? Because they made them remaster Hot Cool and Vicious because uh, of that. They said on Tramp, you might think you want what's in his pants. Not victim of circumstance. Uh, ha, ha, ha. You got that, huh? Less, I'm, cause I had the original. Wow, you are really, truly a recorded <laughs> freaking. <laughs> Listen, I, cause I'm. Encyclopedia, a, a human encyclopedia. Oh, hip hop. You know the lines that was omitted yes. from the, the re, um, issue album. Yeah, because everybody was bumping and I'm like, yeah, throwing that tramp. I'm like, you might think you want what's in this pit. What the f- what is that? That's not the right. <laughs> like, I don't know what, you, what kind of swap meet you got this album from, but that is not the album. <laughs> the but, swap meet. Yeah, and they, they started re- remastering all my stuff. I desire. Chick on the side got totally screwed up. But anyway. Do you have the original? I had it. My mother... You can you can probably go on eBay and find that version. I, I need I need the original version. I could ask it. I could ask my good friend Spinnerella to send it to me. Um, I ain't got it, honey. How do you know? I ain't got it. You know, and a lot of my collection had been you know has yeah. drifted away somehow some way. Um, but I guess it's because I did not keep them. You know, I did a lot of moving around. Mm-hmm. Got things in storage here. You know, I really don't know. I got storage in different cities, so. My mother called me and told me that <clears throat> my vinyl got mm-hmm. all water damage. Because I left them at home and she put them in the garage. Mm-hmm. It got flooded. My yeah. vinyl's gone. All my P4, all my Parliament, all my rich, all my 45s. Now, you gotta lift the vinyl off the floor. I love I know that now. Who knows? That's like, you know, I learned that too the hard way, but yeah, that's had, bad. Do you have any 45s? I had mad 45s, but they're gone. I mean, I'm talking. Okay, this interview's over. Bye. <laughs> Yo, I had. You really do that to uh, uh, vinyl and 45s like that? I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know any better. I had the vinyl, the 45s I didn't have in the sleeves. I had pool cues, and I had I had pool cues. They were stacked on pool pool cues, and and I don't want to talk about it. It hurts my feelings. Anyway, um, the alumni is Special Ed, Moni Love, Chub Rock, Kwame, and Dana Dane. Incredible, incredible super. Is the show good? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the show at live, but I've seen you know videos. Mm-hmm. You know, videos of the performance, and it's crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. they come out and they do their, their hits, and the the dope thing about it is, they'll do. You know, Chub Rock will do your bad Chubs, but mm-hmm. Special Ed and Dana Dane and Money Love, they're all on the stage at the same time doing the words with them. Like mm-hmm. they'll even trade off verses on their own songs. It's crazy that they mm-hmm. and. and you know, good good participation with the crowd, and the only thing missing is Cinderella doing DJ. You gotta talk to um, Kwame. I, I, already, I spoke to Kwame about it. He's he's um, 
offered uh, me to, to come on board as a guest here and there. And yeah. I said, yes. So it's more like, um, I guess when they get some, you know, bookings, yeah. um, he'll give me a call when, because uh, they have his his regular DJs on it. I forgot who that is, but. Um, no, he got a new one. Not It's not Tap Money, I I, it, I think it's Tap Money. DJ Tap Money, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so I have not, you know, I, I I know he told me about it and he invited me to come in on some of the. Yeah, because that's show. crazy. That, we'll that's see. crazy. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll um, you know, do something soon. Hopefully, because yeah. I, I I love that concept. You know, these artists can come back. It's a great platform for old school artists. Anyway, artists that you know can still be performing, and it's mm-hmm. great to see the energies up. It's nostalgic. Yeah, I mean, and hip-hop needs that because this is the only genre of music where people would tell you, oh, you're too old to do. That never happens in any other genre of music except for hip-hop. It's like, oh, you should hang it up. Nobody ever said, Aretha, cool it. Nobody told Stevie okay. Wonder to go sit down, but they'll, they're quick to be like, all right, uh, Big Daddy, you don't need to be, you too, like, you crazy? There's, 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 a, there's a lane for that, so we need that, plus the super group that you're going to come up with. I'm going to help everybody listening. I'm going to help with the super group. But, um, I'll keep you posted on that. Yeah. Um, I'll talk with Missy about it, though. I'm, I'm definitely interested in doing that. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna wrap this up. Um, before, before we do, What's the most difficult part of DJ? Um, probably the different crowds. You have to come. You gotta know your audience. Gotta... Each audience is different. Yeah, okay. Especially if you're a DJ that doesn't DJ in the same area all the time and you do different places, you have to be able to incorporate them into your set. Yeah. You know? So you can have your, you know, music that you love, but you gotta make them feel like, you know, a part of it. And by the yeah, way, of course, musically, because every every market is different. And, and you see, Didi, well, Spinderella is a DJ. When we put the DJ in front of the name with Spinderella, that means DJ, not she makes a mixtape. Mm-hmm. And actually, she's touched vinyl. Not that mixtape. No, no, no. I'm though. not saying I'm not saying that they're not DJs. What I have a problem with is. DJs that don't they don't even see a turntable and all they do maybe they just produce people but they're called DJ something like I'm going turntablism but anyway well you know if you if you stick with the actual term DJ and you break it down and you go and you um you know, get the actual meaning of it it's disc jockey Mm -hmm. it's someone who spins discs that's the meaning that I got out of the dictionary and you know not that if, if you're following that formula that's what a DJ would be now if you're extending that you know beyond that I, I kind of coined this term t- uh, TJ DJs and TJs not that if you're a TJ you're someone who utilizes technology that's fair you know to play music so and we don't have any problem with that but it's just a different a tech thing jockey. so yeah. it's like um, you can be a tech jockey and I just, you know, I don't know how everyone else feels about it, but it makes it, it makes it make sense for me. Yeah. Um, because there are people out there, like you said, that don't even have no idea what I do on the turn. Like they don't even know what that is, Right. but it sounds, you know, like if you think about it, this whole culture has been built on that yes. right there that I do. Yes. So, um, before the MC, I, I like to, you know, just Keep people's memories refreshed and and keep that authentic, 
authentic part of of, of the DJ uh, platform up front. Yeah. It, and that's why I, I love it. I use I utilize um, the technology though. Of course, I definitely, it makes I, things I, easier. I, I use, you know, yeah. I I've used um, controllers before. Mm-hmm. It's not my preference would be the turntables because of that, but you know, it just depends on the situation. And you know, DJs today that are coming through or coming up should definitely pay attention to the foundation of it. Yes. That way, they can have a nice, you know, round. Um, picture of, of a DJ. Yeah, to, to touch turntables and what it was like for you know DJs back then. But yeah, I mean that's like you said, it's, it's building a block of hip hop. Challenge yourself because there was real work in that. Yeah, even even if, if it, it was just carrying it, the crates. <laughs> no, no help, no help. You had to know how to bring that together. Carrying crates, right? Yeah. Um, and being able to, you know, catch the, you gotta change records while one's playing and not bump it and switch mm-hmm. and catch the beat. And it wasn't easy back then to do. That was, you know, if you recall, it was, you know, it's, you, y'all dancing and the record would jump. Yeah. But that's a part of what it was. So we appreciate the technology. We definitely appreciate the, you know, all the changes. Yeah. Because, I mean, because uh, now. You gotta remember when you're calling yourself a DJ. That you know, there's different um, levels of DJing, and perhaps you bypassed the first ten levels of it and went right to, yeah. you know, the MP3s dropping them. But go back sometimes. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, it's, now you can carry ten thousand songs with you, w- with in your hand. But you still gotta know. I mean, again, it's the foundation. Those are the pluses. It's like carrying crates was hard. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Chicks back, trust. Yeah. Uh, and but, you, don't, yeah. you don't have to worry about a, a, a record getting broke or scratched. He was like, look, I just okay. got the MP3. I'm good. But so, yeah, it's just the fact that, you know, foundation, um, DJ was before the MC. It, before it was just DJ, and then someone decided they were going to rhyme. It, right. it was, here's a break beat. I'm going to keep the party going. And and that's right. the reason why a lot of your early hip-hop groups and, and, and acts, the DJ name came first. It's DJ Jazzy right. Jeff and the Fresh Prince. It's mm-hmm. Eric B. and Rakim. It, it, it's a reason behind that because right. without them. So. And yeah, there's a lot of records that were um, dedicated, you know, to the DJ. Most of the artists did that. Yeah, on every album. Every album. You had you had the Chinese Arithmetic on Paid in Full. You had Touch of Jazz on, uh, on Rock the House. You know, Go Cut Creator Go. Everybody got, you know, the DJ got mad love. Yeah, the Grandmaster Flash. What was that? The Adventures. What is it? Um, Grandmaster Flash and Millie Mel. Um, the Adventures. I forgot the name of it. Um, my bad. Forgive me. But no, it wasn't Adventures of Superman. But yes. But yeah, the fact that they would mention the DJs uh, in the in those songs on the they would make sure they would include a DJ song on the album. Yeah, nobody's fast. That would be great if they did that. But you know the reason. But they don't have DJs now. The respect doesn't. No, it's not there. Not that that it's not there, but I don't think it's as you know um, prevalent as it was back then. You know, it was like the thing to do. Yeah, yeah. DJ, you know, that was, and I'll, so that's why we're here, and that's why there's a billion other DJs out there because of that. Exactly. So, we're thankful for that, definitely. Um, so now that we're about to get out of here, um, 
would you like anything that you want to plug or promote? Let the people know um, you're doing. You're out and about doing a lot of things. Uh, let everybody know what you're up to. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, um, well, I'm a spokesperson for the American Diabetes Association, and I just recommend everyone to make sure they're up on their um, doctor's visits and their health to avoid. Um, having diabetes or you know and even try to prevent prevent it um i lost my mom and she was diabetic and i remember feeling hopeless about that so i kind of um committed myself to helping uh, reduce those just tragic numbers um it's really bad that um if you're not uh, affected by, if you're not, if you don't have diabetes, it's chances are statistically that you know someone very close to you that's diabetic or whatever. So, and it's it's really a silent killer, yeah. you know, um, and it's not so silent, and the numbers are just staggering. So, any kind of information that I can use my celebrity to get out for the ADA American Diabetes Association, I do that, mm -hmm. and we're doing a walk next week in uh, Texas. And I also have the unsung thing that I'm doing. Make sure you guys check that out on Wednesday nights. We got two more episodes coming up. Three, three more episodes coming up. So yeah, make sure you check that out, uh, TV One, and you make sure you go to the website after every episode, um, and, mm -hmm. and and check out all of that stuff. And my and my stuff. Just hit me up on um, Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. We always go back. Me and E go back and forth. Yeah. At Spindeezy on Twitter and DJ Spinderella on Facebook and DJ Spinderella on Instagram. That's what's up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, one time for your mind, Spinderella. Just getting out of here. <laughs> Yo, that's a wrap. Rock. <laughs> like an animal. What the hell? What's that Millie Bell? All right, we out. Thank you. Come on, give me some.